lot of question marks. Ton of question it's marks. Rum's week. Rum's week. Uh, ton of question marks going into this week. We don't know who's our starting quarterback. Uh, we don't know if Miles Garrett's playing. Uh, it's a lot of lot of question marks that you know. I, I feel like we're gonna find out on Friday or or Saturday or hopefully there's no game time decisions because that's never a good sign. Um, Kevin did say that Miles is expected to play. Uh, I believe that on Tuesday. So uh, the really the big question for me is who is our quarterback? Uh, DTR has not. He's still in the concussion protocol, so he has not passed it yet. Meaning, and we're running out of days at this point, right? So, and and I believe on Tuesday or Wednesday they already came out and said Joe Flacco is now the backup. So if DTR is not ready to go, uh, Joe Flacco will be our quarterback starting on Saturday or on Sunday. I'm sorry. Um, you know, <clears throat> I'm gonna go into talking about it just just as Joe Flacco is our guy at this moment I uh I, that's how I feel like it's gonna turn out and I, I don't love the idea of a rookie quarterback coming back from a concussion protocol hasn't practiced all week uh going into a Rams team that's actually playing pretty decent in the last little while well I I definitely agree with you um I think it's a no-brainer at this point. And you basically answered your own question mark there <laughs> of who's playing quarterback for the Browns on Sunday. I'd hope so. I'd hope so. But you ne- you literally never know what this team is. <laughs> it is. I mean, you're you're not wrong there. Um, I just think the smart move would just be to go with Joe Flacco. Um, for sure. you, gave, you gave him a week and a half to prepare for, you know, just playing ball with the Browns, um, learning the offense, getting out there. And you kind of had a, ge- a game plan going into the week that you may be without DTR, so you're going to have a different game plan. Um, but like you said, DTR has not practiced all week. He hasn't cleared concussion protocol yet. He hasn't, you know, so it's kind well, of. Typically, uh, I'll say it's typically if it's past Thursday, it's not a good sign that yeah. you're going to pass protocol. For example, like Marquise Goodwin is finally back after three weeks in concussion protocol. Three weeks. He's back yeah, playing sweet. this week. And he's, I think he's still questionable. But, you know, after that hit, you, you'd, uh, you'd imagine that GTR is definitely not ready to go at this point. And I said anything past Thursday is I'd rather think that it, it will be Joe Flacco. So, you know, uh, we'll see. Um, so, what do we know? What do we, what do we would, know about what this Joe Flacco <laughs> offense will look like? You know what? I would love just to see so I can cry on Sunday is that if they just kept Deshaun Watson's offense out there and we have quarterback keepers, <laughs> like quarterback read options. With Joe Flacco would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, but I, in all in all seriousness, I, I'd see a Joe Flacco offense being very similar to what Jacoby Brissett ran, very similar to what Baker Mayfield ran. It, it's it's gonna be that. 
if I was a, a betting man. Yeah, a lot of under center, a lot of play action. We're probably going to see a lot of the running of the ball. Um, I freaking hope so. Didn't see it last week. Yeah. But. Um, but, like, ideally what you see out of Joe Flacco is someone that you can kind of spread the offense out and toss the ball around the park. Um, you know, the last time we got a good example of what he has left in the tank, we blew a 20 or 14 point lead within two minutes. So, yeah. um, that just goes to show you that you cannot, you know, tread lightly on Joe Flacco, I guess, um, at this stage yeah. in his career. And he um, doesn't look terrible from what i've seen at practice he doesn't look horrible and uh i don't know like i haven't seen like anything amazing but nothing that's been like been like well it looks really bad and uh well, yeah i mean it's gonna be a big difference uh practice shape is a lot different than game shape and Absolutely. uh as quoted he went from just being a dad on the couch to now just being you know starting this NFL football game two weeks later. So that's yeah. that's going to be a big, big jump there. This isn't a guy that just got off, uh, you know, just got cut. He's been off the whole majority of the season, and he's playing in week 13. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a slower game. But I am just curious of how how well this offense is going to go when they're more conservative, which mm -hmm. I'm completely fine with them being conservative. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of similar things that they ran with P.J. Walker. Um, but I think Flacco would probably be more capable in that offense. Yeah, I think you'd make a lot less mistakes. You know, I think that's the main problem with PJ. I mean, PJ led us to being the most turnover-prone team in the entire NFL uh, the weeks that he started. And I, I think getting away from that is extremely smart, even though, obviously, we, we won, you know, two of those games. But at, when you're when you're looking at it, you, you don't want to have a guy down the stretch like PJ Walker. So you're kind of going nowhere and – um, having a guy like Flacco that's been experienced and, and won't really make those those dumb decisions uh, goes a long way, especially if your defense is playing as good as they have been all year. I'd rather rely on a defense, on a conservative offense. Uh, I, I think you're, you have a better shot at that than, than you would with P.J. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was just adds to the list of injuries uh, looking at this offense with Stacking up. Amari, Amari just coming back to practice today. Um, not really doing much during practice, just running routes. Um, so we might see a little more depth of the receiving core. Um, it's just been, it's just been a long year with these injuries. Like they'll be, yeah. it'll be amazing if they, find their way into the, the playoffs here um, for what they, I think they have. Yeah, I, I think they got a run in them. I feel a lot better with DTR uh, under center. Um, then Flacco going forward. Um, Cause you let you to do a little more, but um, as far as this week against um, 
the Rams. The Rams have been pretty good against the pass. Um, but middle of the road against the run. Um, so the Browns probably should stick to the run game this week. Work that play action. Find your tight ends. And go take care of business. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't have said it any better. The uh, the Rams secondary has been playing really well, uh, which which going into the year I, I, could, I didn't think would be after they got rid of Jalen Ramsey. But yeah, I, I think I think the the only thing that you mentioned there was also was that I feel like the the defensive line has been giving up a lot of uh, explosive plays on the ground uh, on, on this Rams team, so. Yeah, that the defense uh is consistently inconsistent and inconsistently consistent. So um we've we've seen a lot of great things from that Rams defense, uh if you watch and film on them, but at the same time you've seen some th- things that you're like, wow, I I can't believe they, they did that. So uh we'll we'll see how that, that goes. But also on, on the offensive side, this is I mean Matt Stafford's arguably coming off of his best game of the entire year with uh, four touchdowns on, on the day, and uh, they look good. Uh, they, you know, Cooper Cup, I believe, is still questionable. Um, so, yeah, him and uh, Puka Nakua combined for, uh, I believe, ten catches for seventy-five yards um, this past week. Weird. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's the run game getting back. Uh, young guy Kieran Williams um, yes. who came out off the IR this past week and got two touchdowns against the Cardinals so um, he's been a big time fantasy player this year I know from my own experience because he's, he's on my squad um, but he's been a real sleeper for this Rams offense and they've missed them a lot <laughs> for the, the time he was gone yeah and um, they picked up Darren Henderson but they also just cut Darren Henderson so he's no longer on the Rams team yeah, so this is another thing the Browns have to do this week. They have to stop the run. Um, we've been you know, towards the bottom of inefficiency in stopping the run. Um, the last couple of weeks, they've just been getting torn apart on the ground. I believe um, average of 4.2 yards a carry, which is right. not good. It's not good. But the Denver Broncos <laughs> were ranked 32nd in the run game. <laughs> And they went for almost 200 yards on the ground. Man, um, uh, stopping Piran was like <laughs> yeah, Samaji almost, almost impossible. Literally almost yeah, impossible. So. He was over 100 yards. They stopped Javante Williams pretty well, but um, this is a better team in the L.A. Rams that um, a little more size on the offensive line. They're better on the defensive side of the ball. And you're going into SoFi. Um, hasn't made its uh, reputation as a tough place to play, but I mean, it can be. Um, it's a West Coast trip, and it's Long always tough year. on the East Coast team, yeah, um, especially in this time of year. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think them being out in, in LA, training at UCLA this week has, has been beneficial being out on. Uh, West Coast time, you know, that, that three-hour time difference, I will say, makes a huge difference. Uh, it, it creeps up on you. Like, you know, I'd, I'd rather be, you know, six hours ahead than three, and I'd rather have three more than one. So it's it, it gets really weird um, when you're out there. 
uh, you know, just for a few days. Cause I, I always feel like when you're there for like two to three days, you crash on that fourth day. It's been relatively consistent in my travel experience. So well, the, the good thing, the good thing is this, that they've been out there the whole entire week. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they'd be out there for almost a full two weeks. So, um, or yeah, yeah, a week and a half. So it's 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 going to be very beneficial to them in, in my eyes to be out there and and to adjust. Now, different story when they come back to the East Coast, what that will do. But that's a conversation for another week. But what do you, what what's some keys of the game that you see uh, going yeah. into this game? I think we I think we got two of them pretty well. Uh, is to get to run the ball and to stop the run. Um, but I think finally this this last one, it's going to come down to turnovers. Um, it bit us yeah. in the butt last game. And it just seems to have been the theme for us this year is when we don't turn the ball over, we can win the game. Um, but it just seems whatever game we turn the ball over, you know, more than twice a game, we end up with an L. Um, so I think it starts there is win the turnover battle. Take care of the football and get turnovers. Don't give it over. But I think that's a good, a good way to end up our Royal Donuts keys of the game. Or keys of the week. Whatever. I forget what game. it is, man. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, it's very much continue to run the ball. Don't give up on the run is number one for me. Two, stop the run and, and really be locked down uh, on the on the receivers, and the, that's going to be huge. You know, if you can really limit Matt Stafford, you know, I I think that's going to be massive to this game. So after he's coming off of a huge game last week, don't let him continue to roll. We've been very good uh, against our our receivers this year. Not great against our tight ends statistically, but we've been good against receivers. So keep that up. Um, and, and and really, like you mentioned, I said we need turnovers. Like I, I need to see an interception. I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen an interception since that uh, Lamar Jackson pick. Like uh, I don't know, right? I mean, I think that's the last one. Well, we need more yeah. interceptions. We need more uh, breakout plays to really make that turnover differential change. Um, those those three are are huge. And um, I'm just gonna throw a person out there to, you know, really really do well this game is our, our whole entire quarterback room, because I have no freaking idea. Whoever's in there needs to step up and win us this game. This is a game that I feel like is, after last week's loss, I feel like we need a, a, a game, a bounce-back game, and I need, we need some consistency at that quarterback position. So whoever is playing is getting this cowtail, because they need to eat this t- thing to get bulked up and ready to go, man. Like... <laughs> We need consistency. We need to throw the ball, run the ball. We need a game manager at the highest level because, you know, this defense is playing great. This offense is great. It just needs someone to control it. And uh, so whoever, whoever is in that position this week, man, just, just, just hang in there and and, and really just, uh, you know, be the guy that we need. All right. Well, I think another cocktail goes to Kevin Stefanski here. Um, just to keep keep going with this streak of good game uh, calling games, uh, play calling games. Uh, 
Um, I think he's been pretty good, not perfect, but pretty good uh, being able to adjust, which has been pretty nice, I think. Um, I think he just needs to keep it going. Um, we're at that point in the season where it's not really um, – we can't really make a lot of excuses. Um, we know what our excuses are. We've been playing with our arm – I mean, a hand time behind our back. Um, yeah. It's time to just keep it going. Um, all I really got to say, man. <laughs> so, last kowtow for the day, in my opinion – and I think we need to see actual production and a lot less mistakes from this man. Uh, it needs to be David Joku. David and Joku needs a game Jeez. that really he really st- steps up, and especially when we have a little bit of inconsistencies um, at the quarterback position, we need him to step up and, and have some of those maybe short yard plays, uh, middle of the field catches that he gains a massive yak yards. That it's it's needed this week, man. And and last two weeks he's been so inconsistent and and so many drop problems. I want him to come out this week and not only catch every ball that's thrown to him, but also you know help us win this game. So that's that's the last cowtail. Um, rolling into the Michael Lewis real estate games of the week. Who are you feeling is a game that is going to be awesome this week? Oh, well, you know, I've been watching the wild card race. Um, I think the easy layup would be <laughs> Niners and Eagles, but I'm going to stay away from that. It's an AFC picture because it's getting tight. Um, you got the Denver Broncos who have been on a five-game winning streak. As yeah. we saw them cap their fifth win over the Browns. Um, climb up from the grave starting the season off. Uh one and six, basically getting ready to blow up, blow it up against another sleeper team to start the season and the Houston Texans and probably the rookie of the year and CJ Stroud. No doubt. Probably, yeah. most likely. Um In my opinion, it's not even a question. Yeah, it's it's not a question. Um these these two teams are fi- trying to find their way way into the wild card spot. You got teams in the wild card spot right now that are slipping out of grace like the Browns um, and that's a sad truth and then you have the Steelers who have a shaky road ahead of them and I believe the I believe the Texans are actually in now well we'll, we'll keep going on um, it's going to be a good game it's going to be a very tough game um, you got two teams that are the very hot um, playing for basically their season at this point. It's all about tiebreakers at, at this point in the season. And this is a point in the season where you don't want to look back and say, man, I wish we had that game because that would make the difference if we got in or not. Um, mm-hmm. it, happened, it happens every year. Every year. So both teams are going to be looking at a chance to move forward in the playoff spot. Definitely. Well, I'm going to bite right into it, man. I cannot wait to see this 49ers-Eagles game. I think it's going to be a great freaking game. Uh, both teams are are red hot, Eagles in the entire season, and the Niners are really turning it on since they've struggled. Since they've 
played us. They, they dropped obviously three in a row and now they're climbing back. They have everyone healthy again. And uh, they looked they looked awesome last week. And uh, I'm really excited to see what they can do against this Eagles team. Uh, as really, in my opinion, this, this is, might be like the NFC Conference Championship game right here. In my right. opinion, this is this is it because Niners for the last few years I've said that they're going to be in the Super Bowl and in the Eagles, you know, obviously I mean, you go back two years ago they were like kind of average, but like they they've made the most amazing drafts and trades I've seen in the last few years and Jalen Hurts has really turned it up and obviously went to the Super Bowl last year and I could see them easily returning back this year, so. It's going to be a very interesting game, and I'm super excited to see it. Um, with that being said, how are you feeling about predictions for this game against the Rams? Um, obviously, like we said, there's a lot of question marks, a lot of inconsistencies that we can see uh, on both sides of the ball for the Browns, but also, you know, kind of some question marks for the for the Rams as well. But um, the the Browns have, I think, their hands full. Um, and they need to play the best ball. They've, I think they've played all year uh, to win this game. I'm going to just go with a prediction here. I'm going to go just because I'm going to go Browns winning 23-21 Browns. I think the extra week in on the West Coast is going to really do benefits for them. And uh, I think... Don't quote quote me on this, but I think Joe Flacco will have a good game and actually win us this game. If he plays. Well, if he plays. If he plays. If he plays. The sad, the sad thing is I I don't have to quote you. You're on record of <laughs> saying that. That's the worst part. I'll um, edit it out if I'm wrong. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um I I have a hard time believing we're gonna win this one. Um we're, we're coming off a tough loss. We lost our young quarterback. It just seems like momentum is starting to slip out of our hand. And sure. we're getting the dog days of the season where um, two losses in a row can really put you out of the, the picture. And that's what I'm getting worried about. The Browns have had an uphill battle, but it's like how much more can they deal with? They've been doing it all year, you know, when they beat Pittsburgh, it was like, oh, my gosh, we did that without Deshaun. Yeah. Now we go into Denver. It's like, all right, we got a rookie quarterback now. We just beat the Steelers. Okay, we can go beat Denver. That was a trap game. You lost that one, and you were without Denzel Ward. Now you might be without Miles Garrett. So it just – the odds are stacking up against the Browns, and it's just how much – it seems like they're playing more against, like, more than against their opponent while they're playing against their injuries and their flaws. It's starting to catch up with them. And I just have a hard time believing that they're going to go into L.A. and beat a Rams team that's still fighting for their playoff berth. Um, you know, they're trying to squeeze in, too. So, like I said, this is the point in the season where you need to pull games off like this and you need to win to solidify yourself as a playoff team. Um, but that being said, I'm going to go Rams 20, Browns 10. <laughs> yeah, 
Damn. Uh, I mean, I, I can definitely see that happening. You know, I think with such shakiness, uh, with injuries, I mean, obviously the quarterback roller coaster we've been on all year, you know, consistency is hard to find. And you, you've seen it in the schedule with our wins and losses. You know, there's games that we should have lost and there's games that we should have won. And, you know, and that really comes down to, to the carousel and then the, uh, the roller coaster of just like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm here for the ride. Um, I agree. You know, this is a game that we can win and be like, wow, that was pretty awesome. Or we can also look at it like, yeah, I could totally like when it, when it's, we're down by 20 and we're like, yeah, I guess it's kind of, I saw that coming. I, I'm on both sides of the fence here. And, uh, I really hope I'm on the winning side. Um, but you never, I really out. hope I'm on the losing side. Like, <laughs> I guess that's the toxic Browns fan in me that I have to like convince myself that we're going to lose. That way it's even better when we it's, win. Yes. And then you're like, oh, look at that. I'm, have a great, I'm in a great mood on Sunday. <laughs> um, it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Until um, Monday, I will talk to you guys about the game review, what we thought, how we did. We'll find out. Hopefully we did well. But uh, go Browns, subscribe, like, and see you guys later. Go Browns!